0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1440, Five Common Ways Couples Bicker and Fuss, and Five Strategies to Stop, by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of DrMargaretRutherford.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks as always for joining me here on Optimal Relationships Daily. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, hoping your weekend has gone well so far, and thanking you for making us a part of it. Now, in today's episode, we'll be hearing the work of Dr. Margaret Rutherford, who has A really amazing article that offers some phenomenal pointers about what types of fights we often get into with our partners, what they're really about, and of course, how to avoid them. Important stuff, needless to say. So let's jump into this post now and optimize your life. Five Common Ways Couples Bicker and Fuss and Five Strategies to Stop by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of DrMargaretRutherford.com We all do it fuss, bicker, squabble, and we usually do it with the people we literally love the most. It's almost as if you're following a script. You say the same things that you said the last time you bickered. You know how long the fight's going to last, who's going to complain about what, and who will do what when it's over. To make matters worse, both of you clam up for the rest of the day, somehow believing that the silent treatment is helpful. It's not. In fact, stonewalling, as it's called, is one of the four harbingers of divorce, according to the excellent research by John and Julie Gottman. The other three are contempt, criticism, and defensiveness. Five common fights and what's underneath them. Number 1. The Who's Working Harder in the Relationship Fight Do you even know what I do all day with these kids? Answered by, And I get up and go to work every day. I haven't had a day off in months. Answered by, I never get a day off. Sound familiar? So, what's underneath this fight? A lack of gratitude and scorekeeping. Neither one of you is expressing gratitude or positive affirmation that what you do or are is valuable, and there's too much of a scorecard being kept of who's doing what and how much time it takes. Chores that are repetitive and seemingly never-ending, such as weeding the lawn, cooking, or doing the laundry, may be being taken for granted or the sole work of the stay-at-home parent. Number 2. The the everything-but-the-kitchen-sink fight And this is just like last year at your dad's when you forgot me and the kids. Quit complaining about it. What's done is done. What do you want me to do? What are you really fighting about? Trust and forgiveness. In these fights, effort needs to be made in moving beyond hurt feelings for past grievances so that trust can be rebuilt. This may mean addressing your own prior actions and expressing remorse to your partner, whether the pain was intentional or not. One or both of you may hold a grudge, and old wounds may never quite heal. Trust takes vulnerability, and if you're in self protective mode, you're far from vulnerable. Number three the if you just be more like me fight. When I'm with the kids, this doesn't happen. I don't see why you have to take all that time to do the simplest of things. This is judgment. Or even contempt. Dr. John Gottman, in his excellent research on couples, tells us that contempt is the number one communication quality that kills a relationship. Honoring the differences between you and acknowledging each other's strengths is vital. Recognize that you each bring something special and important to the relationship, and this can help each of you grow as individuals. Number four, the You're Wrong and I'm Right fight. That's not what happened. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, you know, the kids see it too. It's a fight about control and power, and each of you are vying for it by denying your partner's perceptions. At its most severe, it's called gaslighting, or grabbing power by involving others. An observation over the years has been that people who are truly secure in and of themselves don't have to be right, or prove themselves right, or be in control all of the time. Defensiveness can cover up hurt, the seemingly best defense can mean tearing into the other person. This particular fight is lonely to win, and even lonelier to lose. Number 5. The it sounds like I'm talking about me, but I'm really blaming you fight. I learned recently from my friend, Dr. Dina Hijazi, that this fight is termed the U-turn by famous therapist Pia Melody. It sounds like this. I feel that you're picking a fight with me when you complain about my mother. I feel that you really don't care if I come home or not. It sounds like, on the surface at least, that you are talking about you, but you're not. You're angrily telling the other person what you're telling yourself about them. This fight is about the fear of vulnerability. What would be healthier? It's hard for me to not become angry when you talk about my mom. I love her and I love you, so I feel caught in between the two of you. I'm trying to figure out why I'm feeling so shaky these days about our relationship and really about myself. Blame is easy. The second is much, much more vulnerable and thus more difficult. Vital Realizations to Stop Bickering 1. Realize these fights will go nowhere, but they're damaging. Very damaging. 2. Stop focusing on the other person and control your own words. 3. Recognize you are really arguing about what's underneath. You're fighting about trust, respect, vulnerability, fear, control, lack of gratitude or empathy, or loneliness. Four, talk about those things when you're not angry. Risk being vulnerable and express what you're truly feeling. Don't be afraid to ask for your partner's help. And five, it can be fun to do an exercise with your partner and swap perspectives. You argue your partner's viewpoint while they argue yours. This way, you'll both hear what you sound like when you listen to your own words, and perhaps gain a deeper understanding of where they're truly coming from. The good news? I would rather have two people in my office bickering than two people who don't care enough anymore to fight. Your relationship still has passion and intensity, and that can be channeled into healthier directions. You just listened to the post titled, Five Common Ways Couples Bicker and Fuss, and Five Strategies to Stop. By Dr. Margaret Rutherford of DrMargaretRutherford.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time And thanks so much to Dr. Margaret for more great insight, as she always provides. Now, there's an awful lot of power in this article, particularly in her first bullet point of vital realizations to stop bickering, when she says to realize that these fights will go nowhere. And that's really something worth sitting with. Perhaps it's hard to channel amidst the fracas, uh, which is even more reason to settle these types of problems when you're not angry, as she also says. But when you're alone with something on your mind, yet not in the heat of an argument just yet, really reflect on what your objective is. Yes, I know what I want to say, but what do I want to achieve? What's the goal here? Is it a goal that's good for the partnership, or is it just good for me? And if it's good for the partnership, how can I present my ideas in such a way that my partner will listen to and respond to favorably, feeling respected and making it easier for us to heal? Having disagreements and arguing often boils down to either trying to win for yourself or trying to win for the relationship. So taking a second to acknowledge the difference can work wonders. That's going to be it for today though, folks. As always, I'm so glad you joined and I really hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. It's a very good one, so consider how it applies to the many relationships in your life, not just romantic ones. And of course, be sure to check out our bonus episode, which we post each Sunday and is live now. Hope to see you there